This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with all the latest news, and join our Discord community to chat with players and fellow listeners. The Esoteric Order broadcasts from Santa Fe, New Mexico. We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Manier, a Palladium Story, with David Larkins as the Game Master. Before we get into tonight's episode, I just want to send a heartfelt thanks to all of our patrons who have supported us throughout the year, including our two newest patrons, Garrett and N.J. Colton. Thank you all for your support during what has been undoubtedly a chaotic and challenging year for everybody. Here's to a better 2021. should we promote it? Why should we promote it? <laughs> I don't know. ASMR doesn't need our help. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing anymore. No, probably not. I think it's funny, though. All right. Um, Asmir. Who? What? ASMR, Asmir. Asmir. Yeah, that's a good character name. I'll remember that. Asmir. <laughs> so what are we doing? What's going on? Okay. Why, so why am I here? We are reconvening at the end of the year of our Lord, 2020, to mm. um, just do a little bit of gaming since we've been, oh. been on hold this month. And, um, you know, I just thought it'd be fun to, to end off the, the month with a little, the month and the year, with a little bit of fun and frivolity in the form of a return to the world of Palladium Fantasy. All right, so first of all, this is fun and fantasy for you because you're the GM 
I, yeah. It's my character. It's life or death. <laughs> oh. So I don't really appreciate you minimizing my character's oh my concerns. God. Oh, my God. What? I'll, I'll minimize whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so, yes, I was looking through my folders. Uh-huh. Um, I have a character sheet that... Why are you doing this? Go on. I did not need that stress. <laughs> I did not need that. Oh, please. Continue. Not this. All right. <laughs> We're back with Palladium. We are. For uh, some reason. Why are we playing for Palladium? Some, for some reason. I mean, look, Alex isn't here, so I feel like my counterpart to annoy you and pester you isn't. I know. The chaos is going to be much reduced. <sighs> oh, probably. God. Hard to say. Barely. But I'm wondering, why are we just doing me and you? So, okay. Um, some prelude uh, um, material then. So, just so people can listen to the sweet track underneath while you're describing and unfurling <laughs> your, your machinations and schemes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of waiting for it to get to the, the part where it gets all jaunty. I don't think we're there yet. No. Okay. Well, that's fine. So, basically, back in the spring... Uh, during another period of downtime for the podcast, I was like, hey, Alex, let's play some Palladium Fantasy because we played Palladium games back in the 90s. And yeah. We need some sweet escape. Are you proud of that? Proud of playing Palladium games yeah. in the 90s? Uh-huh. It was the style at the time. Okay. A lot of people did it. All right. You know, there we go. There's a jauntiness. So... Okay, keep going. funky bass line there. Yeah, I like it. All right, so... Anyway, and then and then you said, I like Alex. I'll play in any <laughs> game that he plays in. Because I though... really didn't get to... I've never really played with Alex. That's like, right. Well, not, not in a while. No, I mean, it's been a very long time. Yeah, yeah. So, like anyway. an actual game. Yeah, like a campaign. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, even though you were like, I know not of this Pendragon. Oh, Pendragon. <laughs> Palladium. You know plenty about Pendragon. <laughs> I know a lot about Pendragon. Uh, but I know not of this... Palladium you speak of? That's right. And so uh, we kind of lurched into that, which was very unexpected and, and turned out to be fun. Although I was re-listening to <laughs> uh, the last session. And Heavy I, depression. Well, <laughs> not so much that. Oh, I, just, oh. I have to apologize for the, for the, the sound recording uh, levels. I mean, I was still working out yeah, you know, you my setup at my, at my desk there. So pretty bad. It was rough. It was rough, it was but... Rough. We persevered despite the depression, despite the anxiety, despite mm-hmm. the sound issues, despite, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's one we were other making thing. it up as we went along. Well, that, no, there was one other thing, depression, anxiety, sound. Oh, my sleep situation. I'm a reverse vampire and I fall That's asleep true. the second it, the clock strikes nine. It, it was so. really funny. Like even on that last episode, like I just listened to like the last 15 minutes <laughs> Yeah, here's what you do. You listen to the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. Even then, even then, the last 15 (laughs) minutes, like the first five minutes of that part, you were like, you know, you sound like you do now. And then it was like the switch got flipped and you're like, yeah, anyway, it was a good game, everybody. And I really had a good time. You know, it's just like I could just hear your energy levels just like so tired plunging over the cliff. So, So um, yeah, I'm I'm a yeah, I get sleepy. You do get sleepy. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're we're recording this in the afternoon. Yes, thank God. So hopefully I'll be able to stay awake. You'll have no excuse 
for getting sleepy unless yeah. I'm boring you. Frankly, no, so. I don't think so. Okay. But um, anyway, so yes. despite all of those challenges, yes. we still had a really fun time. We did. We did. Despite the system, I would even say. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that bad, was it? Because <sighs> it's about to We're get gonna... worse. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, why are there people singing? Oh, excuse me. So... All right. So basically, it's it's ethereal. Um, okay. Well, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, yeah. we'll need to review some rules. We we'll need to review this character sheet. Yes. We'll have to review a lot of things and even summarize where the hell I ended up. I oh, vaguely remember. Yeah. We're gonna do a lot of summary here. So to answer your question, the yeah. reason why we're back is yeah, because back? I, at the time, you know, this whole the whole venture was initially just supposed to be kind of a larf and maybe <laughs> just a few sessions, and then it right. turned into this whole thing, All which right. was great. Uh-huh. But um, I was suddenly like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't handle like all the lore that I have to absorb here for this <laughs> setting, and right, then right. also be doing other things that were consuming Pressing. my attention at the time." Yes. And but so, what did you do instead? Well, so I, I found a good place to wrap it up, mm-hmm. and so we wrap, we wrapped it up, and then I said, "If the box office returns are sufficiently high, <laughs> we'll do what? we'll do a sequel." <laughs> But what we're doing first, Sorry. what we're doing first, a little series I'm calling Palladium Stories. What? Like a Star Wars story. Oh, no. But for Palladium Fantasy. Okay, so keep going. These it's are going to okay. be little boutique mini boutique. campaigns. Mini campaigns. That are going to just sort of follow the course of, of where uh, your characters went after they parted ways at the end of the last session, which we'll cover. Cool. I just want to tell listeners, I don't know, like, when I legit am shocked, just like you are, as you're listening. No, we don't don't go over this shit ahead of time. we don't. We have other things to talk about (laughs) and not talk about for hours, so, like... Meaning of life. Yeah, we don't... We're not talking about this, so I'm shocked. I'm shook if that he's calling it that and that that's what's going to happen. He was just like, let's do a one-off with... With a uh, man eater. Yeah, yeah. Man eater. So, so I was like, well, okay. Well, to fine. be fair, that was something we did discuss at the end of the the campaign. Yeah. So I yeah, said yeah. like, oh, that's I might run I mean. little little yeah, mini things. Yeah, that's with you what guys. I mean. Like it's like let's just do this one off. But you're saying this is a whole little baby series. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking like four to six sessions. You know. Okay. Oh, for wait. Per character. For, so for my character and for Alex's character. Correct, and possibly some other surprises as well. Oh. Uh, what? And then, and oh. then, once we've completed those Palladium stories, yes, we will. Be, sounds like you're loading a gun. Uh, <laughs> no, that that doesn't sound like a gun. All right. Anyway, once we've completed those, then at some point later in the year, some point, um, we'll. Ideally, I want to get you guys back. I want to reweave your narratives. We'll see how successful oh. that is, and then we'll pick up with you know part two, the sequel. I'm all the about sequel. it. The sequel. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's perfectly fine. I think you could definitely do it with enough creativity and thought. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doubting your ability to, to weave them together. And in fact, I think it'll be cool to see like where the, where the things intersect, like where the narratives intersect. And then also, um, yeah, I don't know. I think more will be revealed when we are all together. For sure. You know, because it's like, oh, I think I was like hovering around that area when that happened. You know, whatever, stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to be a little challenging because you guys went off in completely different directions at the end of the uh, But who says Who says that I'm going to go in the opposite direction? Oh, you better. That's what I prepped for. Oh, shit. (laughs) That was your intention. So. 
<laughs> I just went off your stated intentions at the end of the last session. Yeah, well, was that like seven months ago? Yeah, sure. Well, why would it have changed? No reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, I can I can I can improv on my feet. So uh, um, anyway, improv on my feet. <laughs> anyway, but where we left off for you? Wait. Okay. What? Okay. Now. Okay. So palladium stories. This is palladium. the thing you're this starting. Is a, this is a palladium story. This is a palladium story. <laughs> I think that's what you could do for the intro. This is a palladium story. <laughs> And then, like, Maneater or whatever. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Maneater. A Palladium story. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they had Solo a Star Wars story, so oh there you go. God, Anyways. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of Maneater, so your character... Yes. My character's uh, Maneater. Is Maneater. This is a character who's awesome. This is a character <laughs> who is a wolfin, who is a, like, wolf, a giant wolf person. Mm-hmm. She's part of the um, oak people. Well, you don't know that. Don't let's let's not. Don't just start reading off your character sheet because there's I'm things your character doesn't know, and there's things you haven't revealed in the game. Okay. So down, what Beyonce. I would what look, I look. Let me really quickly. What a, <laughs> really quickly. Ah. Man, <laughs> Go ahead. Man eater is a a selfish anarchist um, aligned gladiatrix wolfen. Perfect. What is a wolfen? A wolfen is a giant wolf that walks around like a person. <laughs> Right, I mean, walks around in the manner of a man. <laughs> um, right, so so the wolfen are one of the sentient species of the Palladium world. Mm -hmm. They inhabit the northern part of the continent. Um, up until relatively recently, they were uh, just kind of, um, you know, what what the southern, more southerly human. Uh, Civilizations would have called uncivilized. No, oh. uh, they were tribal-based uh, peoples. Yes, and uh, but recently, i.e., in the last few generations, they've coalesced into an actual like empire with you know um, central government bureaucracy, etc., and cool. most importantly, armies. Yeah. Uh, so there's wow. this. Uh, there's this. Uh, pretty much universal sense, I think, shared on, on, on every side that some kind of big conflict with the human lands is inevitable. Um, right. Well, obviously. Yes. Uh, now, for Maneater, yeah. uh, you were, uh, you know, somehow, you don't know. Yeah. You were spirited away. I was. At a, at a young age when still just a pup. Yeah. It was a little, uh, wee little nipper. Uh-huh. A nipper. And... Um, and, oh, whelp. Uh, yeah, so probably in some kind of uh, raid or, or oh, other kind of thing. Oh, so sad. Because you were then uh, thrown into slavery uh, under the Western Empire, which is the oldest, or one of the oldest human um, civilizations. The worst. <laughs> Definitely very decadent, very uh, kind of, you know sword and sorcery style, uh, you know, yeah. demon-worshipping cults what? and uh, gladi gladiatorial games and all that kind of stuff, you know. Which I'm a gladiator. And you are a gladiator, so you were raised... Gladiatrix. You were raised to be a fighter in the arena. Mm -hmm. uh, now, gladiator games are kind of a little weird hybrid of, um, like, Roman gladiators and professional wrestling. We'll get into that in a second because I'm already angry. Uh, what? Well, you know, one of my uh, one of my trademarks when I was running 
Palladium uh, earlier this year was uh, coming across things that that irritated me. Oh, like right. for example, the whole bit where in the entirety of the Western Empire sourcebook it doesn't mention wolf and slavery once, and in fact it seems to kind of minimize it. But then if you look in the wolf wolf and empire sourcebook, it's got this whole ass section about how. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of wolfen slaves in the Western Empire that it's actually the second highest population of wolfen outside of the wolfen empire. So do you think they're trying to cover it up? Like they're trying to act like it's no big deal. It's just propaganda. Well, well as, as the game master, I would rather not be propagandized. <laughs> so Oops. anyway, so I've run across something else here that made me roll my eyes pretty hard, but we'll, we'll get to that in oh, a second. Oh no. But first, okay. before we do that, so what we're doing here, so the, the, the previous one, the previous campaign mm -hmm. was deliberately run as a Palladium Fantasy first edition game because it had come out of discussions Alex and I were having about the Palladium system and we were curious, that's where the system originated. Mm -hmm. So it was almost an intellectual exercise to play the game and kind of see where the system started out versus what it later became, which doesn't mean a whole lot to you mm -hmm. because you never played Palladium. No, know. I don't really care. You know, and you don't care about these sorts of things. You know, it's so, not, I mean, not, I mean. Personally, No offense, I just Yeah, don't you know, it's not, not something you're interested no. in. No. It's just fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, one of the things I encountered a lot in when running that is that the majority of the material I was using had been written for a second edition. And second edition is more in line with the later systems that came out. And eh, there's people have different opinions on first versus second edition. I just thought continuing the intellectual exercise in a way that I would, for future Palladium Fantasy games, go ahead and update to second edition. Okay. So when you uh, asked where your character sheet was and I said I had it, and I was like, how could that be? I have it in a folder right here. I've got it right here, baby. Oh, no. So what I did is I just sat down with your first edition character mm -hmm. and basically um, uh, ran it through. That looks like a harder to read character <laughs> It is. So this is a printout from an Excel sheet, actually. Oh, so no. we're just going to use this for today. Okay. And then we'll we'll transcribe onto a better sheet like the one you just have there. Just something with a little more space. That yeah, exactly. Like it looks like tax a tax form. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but that you'll be happy to nightmare. know. You'll be happy to know it's just the one side, really. Well, there's, okay, there's, then that's the pro. There's a bit on the back for equipment and stuff, mm, but it's mostly not, okay. Well, yeah. if the if the margins were a little less, I mean, like it needs to be more expanded. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, so why are you holding on to it? Why can't I look at it? Uh, well, I'm just going to kind of go over some of the changes here, and also we'll use this as an opportunity to reorient ourselves with. Hmm. Man-eater. So, the thing, one of the things that's very interesting to me is the attributes, because you mm -hmm. have an IQ of 22. I do. I'm pretty smart. You are genius level smart. I know. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. This is how it rolled out, y'all. Like, I know. This is, this is what you rolled. And and th that's the weird thing about Palladium, is that some classes have minimum attributes, and you did qualify for Gladiator based on that. But you actually had a much higher IQ, mm -hmm. um, which I think is great because it indicates oh. that it, it well if it's well I have your... a thought about it. Okay. I mean, I, it's Go my ahead. character. Yeah, please. Well, basically, she's just pretending to be stupid and just mm. be using her brute force strength, mm. like because she's going to be stronger than most people around. Mm -hmm. She's using her intelligence to kind of cover that up and like not sure. really 
make a big deal so that she can figure out a way to escape. Yeah, it was a survival strategy exactly. too, I'm sure. Yeah. And what I was going to say is that I think it's great because it indicates that you were probably, had you stayed in the Wolfen society, you would have been picked out for a completely different career path, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. rather than this gladiator. They just kind of went, oh, yeah, gladiator. You're huge. You know. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> You're huge. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind. What? You what? can switch classes in this game. I'm, no, uh, I, would, I would think that that would make sense yeah. as my personality or character mm-hmm. changed over time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, cool. your mental endurance is, is a very five. bad. Yeah. Which so, would, well, <laughs> you know, to me personally, I would guess would indicate that that's from being raised as a slave. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Mental affinity, which is your kind of your charisma, your personality, that's average. Now, here's where we start getting into how second edition differs from first edition. What's your physical strength in first edition? 14. All right. In second edition, it's 18. Okay. Because appropriately enough with this, uh, you know, <laughs> aerobicized uh, tune that just came up, um, <laughs> you can take skills that buff you up. So you can take oh. like weightlifting and bodybuilding and okay. athletics and that kind of thing. So I just selected some physical skills for you that are in that in that realm that oh. sort of, you know, would have been part of a gladiator's um, training package. So I gave you boxing, what? general athletics, okay. tumbling, cool. wrestling, yeah. and running. Nice. Okay? Cool. Can I still recognize poison? I believe so. We'll okay. get to skills in a second. Uh <laughs> What's your physical prowess in first edition? <laughs> 14. Okay, that stayed the same. Physical endurance, 11? 10. 10, so that went up a little bit. Physical beauty, 10. Mm-hmm. Stay the same. What's your speed in first edition? Speed is 13. Aha, that has jumped up to 24. Hell yeah. So you are super fast. That makes the most sense. Exactly. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, as you mentioned, you're an Why anar- would these things change so dramatically from edition to edition? Like... Um, Did they really do this overhaul to the game? It's or? not well. See, it's not an overhaul. It's more like accretion, where it's oh, kind of like it's kind of like, oh well. What if we add these skills? And what if we add this? And what if we add that? And that's why some people prefer first edition because it's actually a little bit more streamlined. Okay. You know, All right. uh, second edition reflects the later version of the Palladium system, which is definitely ah. a little bit more baroque, if you will. Okay. But it can also be fun because you're kind of like, ooh, what, what skills shall I take or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Although this was actually pretty straightforward. It was just like, oh yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Okay. Cool. Okay. So as you mentioned, you're anarchist. Yeah. Um, this is, this also, I don't know if this was even part of first edition or not, but you have a, you have a inherent horror factor. Oh, do I? Yes, you do. Oh. That thanks. you can use to scare and intimidate people. Oh, interesting. Well, I thought I had, let me see here. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's second edition. Yep. All right. So horror factor, basically, you have a horror factor 12, which just means if you're trying to scare somebody, I have to roll d d20. And if I roll less than a 12, uh, um, wait a minute, how does that work? <laughs> yes, yes. If I, roll, <laughs> if I roll less than a 12, then they are uh, momentarily frightened. Like they lose their like, action. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's a so, giant wolf in. Exactly. Oh, God. They fill their pants. And, eight, you know. I mean, I'm eight feet tall. So. You are eight foot one and 300 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Um, dark hair color. Okay, good. All right. So let's see. You're a braggart. You're My cheerful per- and annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like humans. And you don't like humans. No likey the human. I really hate them. Okay. Like a lot. All right. Cool. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so yeah, let's we get down to skills then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this um, is so another what about special abilities. Um, that's at the bottom, so we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is skills is another way that the Palladium system changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, first edition, well, the skills were more like hyper focused. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, yeah, play wind instrument. <laughs> well, yes, although you do have that. But uh, for example, although you don't have this, an almost ubiquitous skill that nearly every Palladium character ends up with is mathematics colon basic, which I've never known any time that anyone needs to roll against math basic. But uh, there you go. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's like I don't want that. It's like, well, you don't have it, so Good. congrats to you. That's which weird. means that you're probably limited to just counting on your fingers and toes. <laughs> You know but, what? But that makes sense. That's fine. That makes sense. That's all I need to You're know. You're not literate either. No. So. Well, that's okay too. All right. I'm all right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> all right. So you have climb slash scale walls, dance, mm-hmm. disguise. Why do I have dance? I don't Where'd know. It was, it was on your sheet. No, so. it's not. What was it? No. Oh. Well, then I guess that's uh was probably part of the gladiator. So what I package. have elective. So I have yeah. elective. I have disguise. Yeah. Well, I have hand-to-hand combat. That's yeah. a whole other thing. Yep. Disguise, medical, scale walls, yep. trap small animals, yep. track, yep. sense of direction, yep. recognize weapon. Mm. Um, and then secondary was speak western, play wind instrument, recognize poison, sense of direction, imitate voices, demon slash devil lore. Interesting. So I don't have dance. Anymore. Okay. I guess that must have been part of the, the... So basically in second edition, you get you get skills that are part of your occupational character class, uh-huh. whether you want them or not. Okay. So I guess dance must have been on there. Huh. Uh, which, you know, was probably just reflected in terms of uh, performance, right? Your your gladiatorial performance. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I guess disguise, imitate voices. Uh, okay, so you speak Wolfen, mm-hmm. Western, yeah. and Gobbly. What? Gobbly is the language of orcs and goblins. Why would I want to speak that? Because if you recall, uh, the other big slave race in the Western Empire oh, were orcs and goblins. Right. Okay. So this that would have enabled you to communicate with fellow slaves. Okay. You have re- recognized weapon quality. Right. You have sign language. Oh, that, that was it. Recognized weapon quality. Quality, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign language. Uh, okay, that's new. You also have streetwise. That's also new. Okay. Then you have weapon proficiencies. These are a second yeah, edition. Yeah, I have short... Oh. Well, yeah, they, they, they were in first edition. They work a little differently in second edition. Okay. Uh, so you have sword, spear... Right. Forked weapons Fork. and trident. Oh. Net. Oh, and, net. And shield. I have small and large shield um, skills. Yes. And this one is just shield. Okay. Okay, so that's your OCC skills. Then your OCC-related skills, you have first aid... Track and trap animals, mm-hmm. land navigation, mm-hmm. lore, demons and monsters, boxing, general athletics, tumbling, wrestling, and prowl. Prowl. Is, yeah. That's cool. And then for your secondary skills, you have play musical instrument, track humanoids. Use track an, humanoids? Uh-huh. <laughs> use, well, because you also have track animals. Right. So mm-hmm. you're, you're actually better at tracking humanoids than you are at tracking animals. Uh, use and recognize poison. Yeah. Running. And field armorer. What is that? That allows you to do field repairs of your armor. So oh, cool. that was the biggest controversy of the 
the last campaign was how much it cost to repair armor, if you recall. Oh my god. It's like we were just like hanging out places, like making sure things were You were so fixed. angry it about that. It was so that. annoying. Like you were actually like opting to go without armor yeah. rather than pay the outrageous I, we fees. I didn't want to. Demanded. Alex, Alex agreed with this. Yes, I was did. not alone in my in my uh, my plight. And I <laughs> definitely got him on my side, so he was just like, hell no. <laughs> And much to your chagrin. Much to my chagrin. All right. Uh, you have a plus two bonus to save versus horror factor, so that's interesting. What do you mean? So horror factor goes both ways. So right. if you saw a demon that had a horror factor... A demon. A horror factor 15, uh, you would only have to roll a 13 or higher. To, like, that's a demon. Yeah, exactly. I'm scared. That's a demon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have hand-to-hand gladiator. This is another yeah. place where um, uh, second edition tends to... Um, uh, kind of expand off of first edition. So, like, there's a lot more in terms of, like, range of bonuses. Also, in terms of how much, uh, how many attacks you can deal out and how much damage you can take. Oh. So, currently, as a third-level gladiator, you have five attacks per melee, <laughs> which I believe you had two in yeah, first edition. Yeah, did. And you were excited to have two. Mm-hmm. Now you have five. Wow. Okay. Uh, you have 19 hit points. Okay. But... You also have 73 SDC. Now, that's something that didn't exist in first edition. SDC stands for Structural Damage Capacity. Uh, it's basically your ability to uh, take a beating before it gets to the point where your life's in danger. Mm. Okay. So, all damage comes off your SDC first, and then eventually your hit points. With some exceptions, there are special attacks or spells that might damage your hit points directly. But okay. generally... You deduct from your SDC first, so you've got you've gone. How many hit points did you have in first edition? I had eighteen. You had eighteen, so you've gone from being able to take eighteen points of damage. Now you can take ninety-two points of damage. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're much much more survivable. Um, various bonuses, you know, plus one initiative, plus one to strike, plus three to parry. You'll see all of that. Here we get to the part where I was. Irritated. Okay. Okay. Mad. Okay. So, I had a little scenario. I'm not going to run the scenario as written, but it provided some interesting ideas and some NPC stats for me, which was very nice. So, just so happened that there was a gladiator NPC in the write-up. Cool. I'm like, great. It's a sixth-level gladiator. That's perfect because, as you recall. And we'll we'll circle back to this, you know. Also, but as you recall, you were traveling with your trainer yes, at the end of the last I was. thing, and he was a six-level gladiator. So right. I'm like, great, Perfect. I can just lift these stats, and I will use them. So then I'm looking over them. Oh no! Combat bonuses. Okay, blah blah blah. Gladiator special bonuses. Okay. Hmm. Plus ten to pull punch. Well, that doesn't sound right. Plus five to draw blood. Yeah. What the hell is that? It says here in parentheses, does only one hit point of damage, but inflicts a dramatic looking cut on the opponent. Now, all of this is like, I'm like, this does not. Now, granted, I did your your uh, second edition update a while ago. Okay. Uh, but I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Mm-hmm. Then, behead opponent on an unmodified roll of 15 or better. A flashy combat move that takes all uh, of the character's attacks per melee, focusing on chopping off the head of an opponent using either a sword or battle axe, cannot parry and is at minus three to dodge during the entire melee round of the beheading. Hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't remember any of this, right? No. 
So I go back and I look at the second edition, the second edition OCC description of the gladiator and none of that's in there. And ooh, right, you got <laughs> this mad. gets me so much. This is classic palladium bullshit where they're just like, <laughs> They're just like, oh, let me just write up these NPC stats. Do, 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 ba, ba, ba. L- what? Look at the Gladiator OCC? Why would I do that? I'm just going to throw all these things in here that sound cool. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, it's Look, bad. Look, there are certain systems where the NPCs and the monsters operate on a different, you know, like a different mechanical structure mm-hmm. than the PCs do. Right. This is not, you know, supposed to be one of those. Right. You know, like everyone's supposed to operate by the same rules, mm-hmm. you know. But it was so obvious that they just were just like, how can I make this gladiator cooler? Oh, right. let me just throw these things in here. Right, you know, right. so annoying. Super annoying. God. Yeah. I don't share the same rage, but I feel for you. So annoying. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know about this beheading attack, but I did, what? Think, I did think the drop. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, you would. I did think the draw blood thing was kind of cool. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, we could, we could just say fair is fair for everyone and just, you know, give you some of these bonuses here. You know, if you want to do the beheading attack thing too, that's fine. I need bonuses. Like I, I, I'm not, I didn't toil in the arena just to be like, shrug. I'm not going to use any of my super cool special skills. All right. So this character is level six. You're level three. So I'm just going to cut these things in half. So you get plus five to pull punch. Plus three to draw blood. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I mean, that's the other thing that pissed me off is like, these actually make sense. Like, these should have been part of the Gladiator OCC. Yeah. You know? Ideally. All right. Plus three to draw blood. And then uh, beheading attack on an 18 or better. 18 or better? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 18 or better beheading. Okay, and you have to use his all attacks. So you have to announce it in advance. Uh huh. Like I'm gonna behead you. You're gonna try, and then you have to you have to score an 18 or better. But that includes your your strike bonuses okay, and everything. Cool. So okay, <clears throat> fine, fine, good. All right, so that's your combat and hit points and everything. Um, and then yeah, like your some of you like your wrestling skill and everything gives you some other things. Like you can pin someone on a natural 18 to 20. Disarm on a natural 19 to 20. You can do crush and squeeze attacks. It's, (laughs) you know, punching, kicking, biting. Mm -hmm. You have keen hearing, night vision 40 feet. Recognize the scent of others. Oh. (laughs) And track blood by scent. All right. So that's all on there. So the only thing that's left is when I was re-listening to the uh, recording, I had forgotten, (laughs) that uh, your buddy Laszlo... Mm -hmm. When it became clear that you would not be joining him on his sky galleon with his vampire girlfriend, no way. Uh, <laughs> threw down to you a little, a little satchel of of gold coin, right? Uh, because you know that had been like the running gag of the whole campaign was that he was going to pay you. <laughs> and he kept promising that he was going to pay you yeah. for helping him, right? And then you were like, right when you were like, oh, it's fine, he's not going to pay me. He threw down a, some some coins. Mm-hmm. So he didn't specify, Alex did not specify how much oh, he, uh, you gonna he call him right now? into the, <laughs> you'll be like some morning zoo <laughs> show. Like, all right, let's call him right now on the air. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. 
Hello. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, hello. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, but I just figured we'd leave it up to the dice gods to decide. So go oh, ahead and roll two, I, two d four. D four. Mm-hmm. Rude. <laughs> you got two gold coins. One. And two. All right. So you got three thousand gold. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right. So there you go. There's oh, your thank you for filling that out for me. Character sheet. Much appreciated. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a... F- oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> this is a tax... It's like a tax form. I need a highlighter. Hmm. Like, I'm... I do not have a highlighter. I know, you sorry. Don't. We need to get some. Well, okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. What is this? A little flute. Yeah. A little flute song. A little, little flutey music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so with that being said, that's my character. Mm-hmm. It's Maneater, a wolf, an anarchist, gladiatrix. Mm-hmm. Um, eight foot one, uh, 26 years old, dark fur and hazel eyes, mm-hmm. uh, female gender wolfin, braggart, cheerful, and annoying. Mm-hmm. And I'm the firstborn, my um, firstborn, but I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, we went through all my, we went through all of my skills. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a badass in the, in the arena. Mm-hmm. I'm good at those things. And I, uh, uh, excuse me. All right. What can we, all right, go on. You're a badass in the arena. So I'm a badass in the arena, mm-hmm. I, but I can play a musical instrument too, which is cool. Yeah, like that flutey music we just heard. Mm. Perhaps, indeed, you're playing a flute to pass some time because Mm. much like how we started the first campaign with a a little, you know, tavern scene, so too are we joining the action in a tavern. Oh. All right. So, as you may gather from the sound, the background there. Sounds like ocean sound. How about that? Sounds like the wind. There you go. All right. So, as you may gather from the background sound, um, it is windy outside. In fact, it is blowing snow and sleet. What? Yes, indeed. Um, the last season we were in was like summer, right? I believe so, yes. So, it's been some months. Uh, it took you a little while to make your way uh, out of the Western Empire. Mm-hmm. And, of course, towards the Great Northern Wilderness. That's where I was headed. That's where you're headed, because that's where the wolfen live. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> if you recall... Well, yeah. If you recall, um, you helped to kill the Emperor. Hell Yeah. And the uh, baron of the uh, mm-hmm. of the local, you know, noble house. Oh yeah, I'm not ashamed. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally not ashamed. Of course not. No, that's fine. However, what that did is it rather plunged the empire into uh, complete and utter chaos. Good. 
uh, major slave uprising yeah. got underway. All right. And also various uh, noble houses that had been plotting to, uh, you know, rise up against the emperor anyway, um, saw that as their opportunity. So we've got a slave uprising and a civil war. Cool. Both, uh, you know, tearing apart the Western Empire. Excellent. That's exactly what I wanted. Okay. I'm thinking to myself as I'm playing my flute in the tavern. It's exciting. Exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. The, the there's no spotlight on me. No. No. No eyes on you. I don't you. think so. No eyes on me. Mm-mm. And I'm I'm just chilling, playing my flute in this tavern. Am I sitting by the fire? Uh, you are indeed. Cool. You know, and my little, toes, um, my little wolf toes are getting warmed by the your flames. Little, your little beans are being warmed. Yeah, my <laughs> my massive toe pads are being warmed by the fire. So. You've been obliged to stop in this particular little uh, flea speck of a town. Yeah. Now. What? <laughs> okay. Um, what? You know, I've, I've made adjustments to the, the setting. Yes. On the fly as we go through. So basically where you're at right now is the furthest eastern human settlement. Um. Uh, that you know borders the Wolfen Empire, right? Okay, and and we'll we'll kind of cover that how you got here, mm-hmm. but the name of the place in the book is Fountain Crest, and Why? some of our audience may remember the 1980s primetime soap opera Falcon Crest. I'm gonna say most of them probably don't. So look it up if you don't. Well, okay. But obviously the Fulton, authors, Fulton Crest? obviously the people who came up with this did remember that. And right. that's a little like, I don't know. I don't know. Just call it Falcon Crest, man. If you're going to do that, just go all the way. So I would submit that in my version of the Palladium world, this town is called Falcon Crest. Cool. Because Falcon Crest just doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Unless somebody's name is Felton. Right. How's it spelled? Like Falcon, but with a T instead of a C. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's, well, one of them. That's one of the dumb things I'm going to just log in my memory. What, All right, if, so. what if I were to tell you that in another part of the Palladium world, there is a town called Hannah and a nearby town called Barbera? That would be the dumbest thing you've ever heard. So Falcon Crest is now the second dumbest thing you've ever heard. But... Anyways. I don't like it. That's none of my business. So, okay. So, I my tea. I'm in Falcon Crest. You're in This the, is a little tiny town of yes. humans. Yes. So, what this is, so basically... suspicious of me? Well, we'll get there. Okay. So, basically, you were in the city of Arcadia. Right. You, and which is located to the southwest of the Wolfen Empire. It's, it's on the... It's on the Kind of the eastern edge of the Western Empire, okay. but it's uh, still well southwest of the Wolfen Empire. If that makes any sense, so yeah, kind of. There's a strait of water mm-hmm. that separates the Western Empire proper from the northern wilderness or the northern hinterlands, technically. Mm-hmm. And there's just not a lot of settlements on that opposite coastline. Okay. So what you had to do is basically hopscotch your way over through by hook or by crook. Because obviously there would have been some 
capers involved in getting out of Arcadia and the province proper. Right. Right, because obviously people would have been looking out for you. Yeah. As one of the assassins of the emperor. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they know it was me. I mean, they know it was a wolfen. I, I believe they it was pretty... Are they just pegging it on a wolfen? Well, probably a little column A, a little column B. I mean, you were definitely involved. Remember you did the old mind switcheroo mm. with the emperor there? Oh, uh, I very so much you were, remember that. you were right there with him the whole time. Right. In body, if not in mind. Right, so they would just identify my body. There was, there was this wolf in... Well, no, because then you switched back, so... It would be like there was this uh-huh. wolf in that was present. So, But it the, could be any wolf in. Well, no, you're pretty... You know, I mean, it's like they just put out an APB for an eight-foot-tall female wolf with black markings, et cetera, et cetera. Dark fur. Dark fur, exactly. That's bullshit. Well, anyway, so I stay away from the humans. I don't want to be around them. All right, so here's the thing. You had to kind of hopscotch your way over. Yeah. And so now you have ended up in this wretched, dying, little, sad colony Mm -hmm. of the Western Empire called Falcon Crest that is situated on the coast not far from the border with the Wolfen Empire. So, do you think they're friendly with the Wolfen, or the, are they kind of like a stronghold, or like what's the what's the general vibe? So the the overall strategy that the Western Empire had been uh, pursuing uh, was to send out, you know, colonists mm-hmm. to create settlements outside of its sort of home peninsula. Right. However, Falcon Crest and another small one to the west of you were sort of unofficial uh, colonies. Okay. You know, like the people kind of took it upon themselves to go and found these colonies without any like official government sanction. That's weird. And Wha- wait, who, what people? Who? The people who founded this Falcon Crest. Why were there just people... Well, wait, wait. So does that mean that there were just, like, people running around for the Western Empire and they found this, like, group of people around and they said, hey, we're going to make a town out of you? No, it was people from the Western Empire. That's what I said. Yeah. and But they were, like, you know, there were probably some organizers, you know, like, people who were, like, hey, who wants to go found a colony in the northern hinterlands? Oh, so it was you just a I mean? bunch of... Okay, so they decided to establish themselves and yes. settle in a place. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, got it. Okay, so, um, so basically, uh, the fact that they were unsanctioned mm-hmm. and um, hmm. and uh, not supported, right? That's a problem by the, um, yeah, by the uh, empire itself mm-hmm. has pretty much um, guaranteed their failure. Uh-huh. Well, then how long have they been in existence? That is an excellent question. Uh, not more than a generation, certainly. Oh, damn. Yeah, so... Do they get attacked by wolfen raids, or...? They do have to deal with wolfen hostilities. Uh, however, to answer your question, then, um, basically, they're not as, shall we say, uh, fanatical in their view of the wolfen you know. I'd imagine they would have a more relaxed attitude. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go take a relaxed attitude towards work. 
Um, <laughs> yes. So, so basically, uh, that is that is the deal there. Okay. So, um, so you are, you know, and of course, the thing that you've been uh, kind of, um, you know, um, you using as your cover uh -huh. has been that you've been traveling with a human. What? Why? Why would I do that to myself? <laughs> because if you remember, you um, had a trainer. Oh, my trainer. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, <laughs> trainer by the name of uh, Callus Vorn, I think, Sorry. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Callus. And um, and he uh, he was all <laughs> on board because you you kind of. Because I had money. Well, you had money, and and um, <laughs> you know. It's, let's not really let's get not, let's too not miss words here. Yeah. I yeah. think he was like, "Oh, there's some money there." Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, he was he was all in on uh, traveling with you. Also, probably because he, uh, being associated with you, knew that his life was ruined. Um, his life was over. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, as far as being a, a promoter and a trainer right. in the Empire. so Well, why is that? Well, because... Because they were dismantling the... The patriarchy? The, no, they were dismantling the, the whole, like, structure of, like, recruiting gladiator, gladiators from the slaves, or...? Uh, no, more that he failed. He, he allowed you to, um, you know help assassinate the emperor so oh you know so basically uh you know that that would be pinned on him okay you know got it yeah so okay uh let me just pull up the description of this place by the way i realize probably the reason it's called fountain crest is because there are other places in the western empire that have the word fountain in them like there's a kai fountain uh, province and that kind of thing, but I'm still going with Falcon Crest. Cool. <laughs> Go with it. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care what you have to say. I'm going with it. All right, great. All right, so great. anyway. Okay. So, um, right. So basically, uh, this place is, is, is truly a truly sad uh, little little burg. Yeah. You know, well. un unpaved oh. uh, streets, you know, just mud. Mm-hmm. Uh, shanties for the most part, you know, for um, settlements. Mm -hmm. And uh, populated by, you know, rebels, escaped slaves, convicts, dissidents, you know, people who fled the oppressive confines of the Western Empire and found themselves in a, in a country that uh, is uh, far bleaker and harsher than they could have imagined. And so... Your personal opinion is that there's not much, you know, there's not much future for this place, you know. Um, so, anyway, that's kind of where you're at. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, so you're in this sad little little tavern. It's sort of like, um, you know, there there is a fireplace at least, but it's uh, it's like a log cabin. It's only about, like... 20 feet square, you know, uh, and, uh, 
you know, like the, the fireplace is lined with clay and earth and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just very, very rustic. Dirt floor. Yeah. You know. Is there like a little bar or? Basically, yeah, it's like a table a <laughs> that's table? been set up, you know. <laughs> Wait, that I would sit at? Uh, well, there, there are other places to sit, but like, you know, the bar is just, you know, like one of the tables, you know. It's just one room? Uh-huh. Is there like a cot somewhere where you can see where somebody sleeps there? Like the proprietor? Um, you know, there's like a, a straw pile in the corner. That's probably it. Okay. So this is like the closest thing to like a common house or a, you know, gathering place in this wretched little burg. But you've been forced to stop here because it is the winter has come in as uh, as the soothing wind sound uh, mm-hmm. would indicate. All right. And um, so they allowed me into this place. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you are here with uh, Callus. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And the proprietor and, you know, just like a couple other, huh. you know, wretches okay. drowning their sorrows in... Uh, in swill, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you're you're playing, you know, the lonely shepherd on your flute, and um, what's that? Or is it the lonely goat herd? I forget. Anyway, um, what? Like from the Sound of Music? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> Hey, I'm a little rusty, okay? It's been a while. <laughs> no, it has not. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I'm... I'm uh, it's been a while since I ran Palladium. Well, okay. So I'm playing a flute song. Yes. To while away the hours. Indeed. To entertain the group. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh. And... Yeah, uh, a little bit more that I'm, that I'm actually playing than that. Well, of course. That's just how it starts, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, wait, does that mean that I have accompaniment? Like I'm gonna have like a whole orchestra backing me? Possibly, or you know, it's just that's what you're evoking with your music. You know, okay. it's just the sense of other of other notes being played. All right. But uh, <laughs> we've used this before. Of course we have. It's my go-to flute track. So. <laughs> No matter what the setting, no matter what the story, you no know, matter the campaign. It's like the eternal champion. This is the eternal flute track. Okay, so cool. It exists across the multiverse. I see. Okay, so I'm playing my flute. All right, so what I'm going to need from you... Near the fire. What? Is what a want? perception roll, oh, please. Man. So you'll notice there's a little thing across uh, the top third there, I think. It says perception, and there's different levels. There's different numbers. <laughs> Good luck finding um, it. No. Let me see how I can point to it faster. Can I take a look at the sheet, please? I'm just trying Thank to you. see. Thank you. Just take a look at the sheet. Thank you. All right. So it is do, 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 um, somewhere on here. Oh, no, it's not on the sheet, actually. Great. Excuse me. It's on a different sheet. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and roll D20 for me, please. <laughs> That's all we need, really, That's David. I rolled a five. A five. Interesting. What? Why right. is it interesting? So basically, this is kind of a a later a later addition to the Palladium rules. It's not actually in. Right, you should Palladium. turn this down a little bit. This is a little wild. Excuse me. <laughs> it's 
not actually in the Palladium Fantasy Rulebook, but it's um, it's a way to do perception rolls in Palladium, and you just roll a d20, and then the number that you roll sort of corresponds to how easily you're going to be able to see things. So, like, uh, you would need to roll a 17 or better to uh, perceive something that I would judge to be difficult to perceive, whereas you only need to roll a 4 or better to perceive something that is easy to perceive. So... So what did I roll? I rolled a five. Okay. Uh, can you roll a percentile for me, please? Yeah. I didn't think I would need them. Does second edition have percentile dice? Is uh, that... Hey, even first edition had them for See, skills. See, my d10s are all somewhere else. Uh-oh. God damn it. <laughs> damn it all. Well, I just, I like to have actual... Of course. All my dice together. And well, I, who doesn't? I don't know where those are. Okay. Well, we'll make do for now. All right, um, 40. 40, okay. All right, let me just uh, check something here. So, um, okay. So out of the corner of your eye, you do happen to notice a slight bit of movement amongst the shadows being cast by the, the flickering fire. Okay. But then when your eyes, you know, track over to look, Weird. I don't like that. It might have been just a shadow or something from the flame. Sure, you know. An ember. That that kind of thing. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, with with flickering flames, it's it's difficult sometimes to make that out. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what did you roll in the percentile? Forty something. Forty. Okay. All right. Good. 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 All right. Fine. Excellent. All right. So, as you wrap up your song, mm-hmm. really kind of milking it there. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. I like you said. I was doing it to while away the time. So if I'm like doing a little extended outro, I don't need judgment around that. Uh, that's a good point. All right. So. <laughs> Keep going. So, um... Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, hey. Hello. The wind is back. All right. Sorry. Sorry about the lack of crossfade. All right. So... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, as you wrap that up, uh, Callus has a seat on the hearth, you know, kind of warm his backside a little bit. Um, (laughs) Okay. You're you're both... uh, You're both... Well, he certainly has acquired uh, some furs, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that he's wrapped himself in. Yeah. Um, his uh, his his headband, still, you know, holding his uh, his long, flowing, uh, honey-colored locks uh-huh. to his head, right, you know. Right. And uh, and he pulls the pulls the the furs a little little tighter. And uh, and he goes. Can't believe it's even colder out there in the wilderness, brother. <laughs> this is the coldest I've ever been. I'm just like examining my flute, you know, <laughs> while he's talking. Because I'm like, where is this going? I don't want to alarm you, <laughs> but I think something's been following us for a little while now. 
Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was just my eyes playing tricks on me. But I don't think so. Did you just see something moving over there? So I'm, I'm just still looking at my flute, flute you know, mm-hmm. and kind of checking out little holes that are carved into it, making uh-huh. sure they're clear. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, there's something over there. I don't know what it is, though. It seems to be fairly small. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just the shadows from the fire here. Could well be. So I'm looking around the room to see the other people there. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they doing? So, like, yeah, there's there's kind of a, a greasy-haired, mm-hmm. rotund bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, he's just kind of leaning up against the wall with his thumbs tucked in his apron, mm-hmm. staring off into the middle distance. And, uh, and then there's just two guys at a table, you know, nursing their, their little clay tankards. And, um, and one of them speaks up and he says, as soon as the weather clears, I'm getting out of here. I've had enough of this place. I can't take another winter out here. Oh, you're from here? So he looks over. His eyes narrow a little bit. And he says, no, nobody's from here. I have a feeling this is something you say every year. And I put my flute away. Like, you know, nonchalantly. Yeah. He says, uh, he says, I've been out here for two years. That's two years too long, as it turns out. Last winter, a lot of people died. And I hear that the Emperor is dead. Might be time to head back. You know, they had a bounty on my head. Killed three men. I'm just, like, shaking my head, like, slightly. You know, just, like, typical fucking bullshit. (laughs) This is something people, humans, like to do. They just started, like, puffing themselves up, like, that they are actually more, you know, dangerous than they actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just seeing where this is going. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He does have a sword on a a belt, so, you know. still, I mean. But, yeah, he's kind of rangy looking. Yeah. So his drinking partner uh, finishes his, you know, swill, puts the thing down. He says, uh, he says, well, last merchant who came through about three weeks ago said the emperor ain't dead. He said the, uh, that old wizard, the slayer of mountains, they call him. Brought the emperor back to life. So I look at Callus. Callus looks at you. Well, <laughs> could be. I don't think so. I say. In a cheerful way. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. 
Nah. No. So the first guy, you know, what makes you so sure? I was there. I saw it happen. He was definitely dead. And if any wizard was coming around, there's no need to bring the emperor back. Why wouldn't the wizard just take the power for himself? Not every wizard wants that kind of power. Just staring at each other. Fire's crackling away. Mm-hmm. And the second guy looking at you a little more closely. And he says, uh, you know, there's something else that merchant talked about when he came through. Said that uh, there was a wolfen who was present when the emperor was brought down and laid low. There's a pretty hefty price that Wolfen's brought back alive for interrogation and execution. And, well, seems like it matched your description. Ah, Wolfen. <laughs> and Wolfen. <laughs> And Wolfen. <laughs> so, so I just, I, I, again, as cheerful as a Wolfen can look, I'm looking at them both. And I say, you realize there's thousands of Wolfen in these lands. What are the odds of me being the one? I was at the Empire, but so were thousands of Wolfens enslaved there. Yeah, they say there's been a big uprising. Yeah, that's a good thing. City's on fire. Good. Blood running in the gutters. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, there may be a thousand of Wolfen, but it seems to me Wolfen matching the description, the Emperor's assassin. Might be hiding out in a little shithole like this one right now. I'm traveling to the... Wilderlands? <laughs> the Hinterlands? Hinterlands. Uh-huh. I'm traveling to the Hinterlands, like many wolfen do. There's wolfen that look like me. I think you're being a little, little paranoid. So <clears throat> they look at Callus and they say, uh, Can you count? For this wolfen? So I get mad. Yeah. So I stand up. All right. So your your head is like brushing yeah. the rafters. Yeah. Be like, and I like point my furry hand over to him, to Callus. I'd be like, he doesn't account for me. I account for myself. So if you have a question about me, you talk to me directly. Toss me a d20. Yeah. Really? No, don't. <laughs> hey, no. You know, taint it. <laughs> Tainted dice. <laughs> boom, boom. All right. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the rangy looking fellow looks properly uh, intimidated. Yeah, the horror thing. Mm-hmm. But the rat face guy, who's <laughs> guy number two. Yeah. He just gets a smirk on his face and he says, "Ah, touched a nerve, did I?" 
I'm going to step up to him to get a little bit more in his face. Okay. And say, I don't like your kind. And I don't have to pretend to like you. Well, now let's say we all just calm down here for a minute. <laughs> let's get another round of drinks going. Barkeep! <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing. The return of Callus. I love Callus. Don't do. I look. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just like freaking love it. All right. <laughs> it makes me giggle. Good. So he orders another round of drinks. Well, he or signals. Tries to. He signals the barkeep. Right. And there's no <laughs> response. Oh, oh, oh. Well, he's just standing there. What's going on? So you all look over. Oh, no. And the barkeep's just still standing there, staring into the middle distance. Uh-oh. And with his thumbs tucked in his apron, leaning against the wall. Uh-oh. And as you're looking, a fly just, like, lands right on his eyeball. <gasps> and he crawling across his eye. And he oh. doesn't even blink. And the, uh, the rangy-looking guy is like, well, what the hell? Did he just up and die? Roll a percentile again for me, please. 80. That's so weird. Wow, okay. Wow, okay. All right. So as you're looking, you can see um, there's something like standing on his shoulder. And uh, wait, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's something standing on his shoulder. I was just like, oh. <laughs> There's something standing on his shoulder, but it's like it's it's like, you know, the predator's uh armor, you know, like Oh my god. It's like the uh, uh the flickering yeah. uh light on the on the log of the wall behind him. Yeah. But it's distorted slightly cuz there's this like 2 foot high humanoid figure. And uh, and it's like leaning in and whispering something into this guy's ear. So how far away am I? Well, like I said, it's a very small little space. So when I'm already standing up, and I was in the face of one of the guys. In the face, so you're probably like in the middle of the room. Okay. So as far as being over? far away from him, it's like yeah, you're maybe about eight feet from him. Could I stride over and like flick at the like swipe my hand at whatever it is that's on the shoulder? Mm-hmm. You can certainly uh, can have try. that intention to that's do that. That's my intention. I'm not saying I'm gonna. Okay. So, you <laughs> know, <saying I'm> gonna. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah. So you 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 take a couple steps forward, and the thing. You can see, you know, turns its head to look at you. And then the, the uh, you know, weird chameleon camouflage okay. kind of melts off. And what you're looking at is this little, like, ebon black fairy, basically. It's like this little, little humanoid, two-foot-tall creature with, like, just dark, dark, dark skin uh, and, and kind of, like, insect eyes, insectile eyes with... Uh, a little mouth with needle teeth in it, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's got these um, black 
uh, wings, you know, just, just very leathery. Doesn't have any hair on it? No hair, yeah. Just a little bald. A little bald creature. Impish thing. Very impish, yeah. All right. And it's it's kind of like crouched on this guy's shoulder with one hand resting near his ear. And then you see a second one <gasps> crawling along oh. over his belly and oh. looking up at you. Oh! And so... <laughs> Do I recognize any of that? Please like roll your demon lore, demon skill, lore. Okay. skill. So that's a percentile that's right. Okay. Roll. I don't... Were we doing percentile? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's one of the things that has not changed. That's weird, because I just have D6s and D20s on my... That's a, that's a Pendragon loadout right there. <laughs> no, but I, that's what it says at the top of my Palladium character oh, sheet okay. for first edition. Mm -hmm. All right. So, mm -hmm. demons and monsters. Demons and Damn, monsters. fail. 76. Okay. 43. All right. Well, you get XP Shit. even if you fail. All right. And let's see here. But I know it's not natural. It's something weird. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Something uh, uncanny. Definitely something either demonic or fairy creature type thing. And, uh... All right. And so it, it looks up at you and it... And what color are the eyes? You said they're black. Exact. Everything's black. So oh. yeah, but they're shine. They're a little shinier Shiny, than yeah. the skin. Right, right, right. Oh, I love it. No, then, is there's no iridescence in them. They're just full black. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, like you know, none, none more black. None more black. Yeah. It's shadowy. Yeah. It's so like a shadow. Mm -hmm. No light is emanating from them. Exactly. Okay. Non-reflective surface. So um, so the thing is like. Uh, you played the flute so well. Yeah, so? We enjoyed it. We were dancing to it. Okay. Why'd you kill this guy? We didn't kill him. What did? Our master. He's coming. Why? To make you an offer. About what? He'll be here momentarily. I would advise the rest of you to leave if you value your lives. I look at Callus. So there's like this. This is like scraping sound. It's like the two guys just like basically up in the table, and they're just like out of there. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't be as malevolent. Like I feel like they'd be a little bit more like happy about like the flute. Like wow, that was cool. Like <laughs> this is my happy voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I I look at Callus. Mm -hmm. Like you better get out of here. I don't know where you're going to go, though. Yeah, he says, I, I don't know, man-eater. It's awful cold out there, brother. <laughs> I like he calls me brother. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well, it's up to you. I mean, I can't guarantee that you're going to... I mean, look at this guy. <laughs> I, like, poke at him. <laughs> look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you better get rid of him, man. This is not a good scene. So I look at the two, like... Evil imps. Let's see. And I say, well, mm. we get, this body this body needs to be removed from here. This is disgusting. It smells horrible. Does your master want it? So so as you're saying that, you're noticing that, like, yeah, there is actually a, a, a pretty terrific stench, and it seems to be getting worse, actually. Oh, God. This is horrible. Like, so I, I, I can't help but, like, retch a little. Uh-huh. Like a dog, like, Ugh! like I got too much of a s sniff in my snoot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Blah. Yeah. yeah. Blah. All right. Well, 
Callus made his horror factory save against these little imps, so <laughs> he's, he's going to stick around. He's seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse. I've seen worse than those imps. I've seen worse than those imps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, well, well, okay. So basically, uh, like I say, the uh, the smell was getting worse. All right. And so, then yeah. the bartender is looking at you, blinking once more. Ew. And he gives you a little smile, oh. and you see that his teeth are lined with, or his teeth are all sharpened. You know, yeah. his like mouth is jagged. lined lined with the jagged, sharp teeth. Oh. And. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, so then he kind of stands up and uh, straightens his apron. I'm just and, looking uh, at him, like, confused. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, as much as a wolfen can look confused. Like, uh, whoop, <laughs> yeah, a head, little I think head a cock. head cock. Oh, yeah. so cute. All right, so... <laughs> so, um, so he... Uh, all right, he... What? What are you doing? I'm just looking at the stat block here, and it just notes that he has all math skills at 98%. I'm like, great, wonderful. So he can do basic, basic math at 98%. It's good to know. That's critical information. Well, if he's a barkeep, I think he should know math. Uh, this is no barkeep. So he... Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. So he says, hello there, man-eater. Hi. <laughs> Hi. But again, my ears are like... Like, I'm... I can't help but move my head because mm-hmm. the way that the voice sounds is odd. It is odd. Right? Because it's like it's coming out of these vocal cords, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's of the body. Yes. Right? Yes. So my, I can't help my head like tilting trying to understand what I'm hearing. <laughs> like a dog would. <laughs> like a dog. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So he. Um, he says, uh, he says, it's taken me a while to find you. I'm just staring. Mm-hmm. The smell's like, I'm backing away because the smell is horrible. Mm-hmm. But I have to think that you were drawn to this location. My power is strong in this town. Ever since last winter. What did you do? I didn't do anything. But the citizens of this little burg, well, you see, they were starving. Mm-hmm. It was cold. There was no food to be had, and people were dying. And so those that survived did so by turning to extreme measures. The Western Empire doesn't take care of its own. Perhaps. Such petty concerns are beneath me, however. What do you want? I want more bodies. Your actions in Arcadia touched off a most wonderful sequence of events. I have been most satiated. I'm not, I don't serve anyone. Not at the moment, perhaps. But what if I were to give you power? What if I were to offer you a chance to see the entire empire in flames? 
Keep talking. Well, I don't care about power. The Empire is of no use to me. If it's destroyed, I don't care, but I don't know what that has to do with me. I don't think that's true. I think you do care. Why? You were just speaking ill of the Empire. I don't like it, like I told you, if you're listening. I said that I don't care. Annoying and braggart. Oh, that's right. Cheerful and annoying. (laughs) That's right. So if you, if you would listen to me, you would have heard, I don't care about power. The empire falling apart is great, but I honestly don't need to have a hand in it anymore. I did what I did, and I'm here to move past that and to seek other, I'm just seeking other avenues for my life. And what would those be? Why would I tell you? Perhaps I can help you. I'm on my way. I just have to wait for the storm to pass, and then I'll be on my way. Oh, you're going to be stuck here for a very long time. Once winter comes to the northern hinterlands, it does not leave for six months. All the roads are impassable now. Okay. That's fine. I'm willing to be in this horrible cabin. Not for much longer. My servants will soon be descending upon this town to finish what was started last winter. Why would you get rid of your food supply? There's always more. Where? Anywhere people are dying. This town doesn't have much longer left, anyway. And those who swore their allegiance to me, Mormo, Lord of the Ghouls, last winter, are standing by the edges of this town, ready to descend upon it and consume those who have stayed. Will you be one of them? No. I want to get out of here. So I'll see you later. Have a nice winter. And I'll be on my way. Callus, let's go. (laughs) Have a nice winter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mormo. Momo. Momo. Mm. All right. So, uh, (laughs) so Callus is like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Kaos is like, this guy's so full of shit. You ain't no god. <laughs> I just rolled a natural 20 on his horror factor check. Uh, he doesn't give two yeah. fucks. I love it. So I'll nod. I'll tell you what. Ooh, yeah, I've seen some real demons in my lifetime, and you ain't one of them, brother. <laughs> So I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit more. Um, oh, oh, cause can I roll my lore, my, my demon and monster? Oh yes, yeah, sure. Do um, I have to well, roll Well, actually as well? you don't even have to roll it. Okay. Uh, there is you, because so basically my approach with skills and palladium, I've kind of refined this, um, uh, since we last played, I think mm-hmm. is, um, is that I'm, I'm only, I only really call for rolls since you get XP, whether you succeed or fail. I view that as like you should only be rolling when there's a learning opportunity. Okay. So, for example, with the imps, you're like, oh, maybe I've seen those guys, maybe I haven't, right? But something that like would be sort of common knowledge to anyone who has that skill, because if you have the skill, that means you've studied it. Okay. You have a base of knowledge. All right. Right. So, 
for for somebody skilled in demon lore, you would know. Yeah, Mormo, the Lord of the Ghouls, he's one of like the major he's demons a, of hell. Yeah, you know. But like whether this is actually Mormo or not, right, is hard to say. Right, right, right. Okay. Because he does take the form. He he normally is encountered as like a human sized person who looks human. You know. So like, unless he was like gonna do something. Like, <laughs> but know. these little things were like, our master is coming soon. Yeah, right? yeah. So, like some kind of weird impy yeah. servant. Right. Impy bo bimpy. Right. <laughs> exactly that. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> so, I will say. Yeah, so he's like, you're no demon. You're yeah. No, yeah. I've seen it. I so, what you're, is. <laughs> you're full of shit. Oh, yeah. So, what does Mormo do when he hears that? Or they hear it? All right. <laughs> You're just calling him Mormo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What does so-called Mormo do? Right. Supposed Mormo. Supposed Mormo. Alleged. Alleged Mormo. That's right. All right. So, um, so when, uh, when, when Callus says that, yeah. uh, this guy, the bartender, <laughs> if right. you will, right. um, starts to, to chuckle. You know. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's an evil chuckle. And uh, and at that, the whole room begins to fill with this, like, overwhelming charnel stench. Oh, Like, no. like thousands of corpses oh, rotting. Oh, God damn it. It's disgusting. And, um, and then the ground begins to shudder. So I'll look to Hut Callus. I'll be like, I think it's the real deal. <laughs> so you're having to kind of shout that because yeah. now it's like yeah, a full on exactly. earthquake, earthquake. Yeah. and the uh, <laughs> the wind outside is is you know rising in, in in pitch and volume, and the the roof is starting to creak, and then from from the ground beneath the sky, this uh, you know construct begins to push up out of the earth, and it's like this obsidian black platform, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, and yeah, oh, it's like man. a uh, it's a throne of black marble. Uh. Um, and uh, and as this is rising up and like kind of scoops him up gently, you know, and then he's like sitting in it, the the roof just tears off. Oh shit! In this great, you know, creaking and, and rending, and uh, and you see that the uh, the blizzard is still blowing, but the sky, the clouds are like greenish. Oh, you know, and that. Uh, yeah, and, and so now all the all the snow was blowing in. You know, the, the fire blows out, of course. No, damn it, Callus. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and so the yeah the, the throne just rises up, you know, ten feet or so, and he's looking down at you, and and uh, and he says, "Do you doubt me now?" So I'm like flicking the snow out of my face, yeah. you know, and I'm looking up at it. I'll be like, I didn't ask you to prove yourself. You must feel pretty insecure since you have to prove yourself in this manner for us lowly little beings down here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> the end of Palladium Stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Callus is on fire with his horror factor checks. Yeah. Give, give me a D20 roll. He just does not give a yourself. shit. I love it. Yeah. Right, roll a 20. <laughs> I got a 19, so. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. We so don't care. 
we're just like, yeah, bring it on. Like, total badasses. Yeah, exactly. That's so great. Yeah. Oh, no, this isn't good. All right. So, um, so as, you, as, oh, you're, uh, no. as you're just like, oh, you must be pretty insecure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you begin to hear screams, uh-huh. you know, from elsewhere in the town. Yeah. Uh, sound of running, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then, uh, uh, just outside the walls of the tavern, you know, the sound of, uh, clawed feet, you know, mm-hmm. running through the, uh, through the, through the streets. Right. Um, and then the, um, the door just, you know, bursts open and all these like rotting ghoulish, uh, creatures begin to swarm in, Mm-mm. you know. And Mormo says, "I am going to make the offer one last time." How many ghouls are there? Like <laughs> um, a lot. I, yes, <laughs> they're pa- they're packing in. All right. Yeah. So I I look at him. I look up. You know. Yeah. And I'll just say. What do you what do you want? You're offering me these things that I don't want and that are going to happen anyway without me. Don't tell me you don't want power. I can give you power. I'm pretty powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty powerful already and I don't really want to rule. I mean, I think the power you're talking about is ruling. I don't want that. I don't want to rule over anything. You can lead armies. Armies that will bring the Western Empire to its knees. Look, the Empire is going to be replaced with another Empire? Not interested. I am not interested in that. Very well. Whatever your little agenda is here, I'm not understanding it, and I don't want to be a part of it. (laughs) So, very well. I'm an anarchist. You have chosen your route. Anarchist. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I've got you down for your playing in character uh, oh, XP here. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> playing your character for another 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then she will die. <laughs> All right, so... Um, <laughs> Surprise, Alex. There's a new character. <laughs> yeah. So, here's Man the thing. Manager was destroyed by Mormo. <laughs> All right, no. So, so, Mormo says, you have made your decision. I shall waste no more time on you. And, uh, and with that, you know, some wind circles around him. And then, you know, when it clears away, it's just the, the black throne and the ghouls, of course. I take my sword out. Let's, right. let's do it. Okay. So you're, uh, you're facing down these ghouls. Yeah. Uh, Callus has also drawn his sword as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just curious here. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, okay. Okay. Yep. No, it's not too bad. All right. So. All right. So you're uh, you're facing down these these ghouls. There, um, they're closing in. Yeah. Their uh, their fangs are uh, bared. They're you know you see that they were once human, you know, mm-hmm. but their eyes are sunken in. And their their fingernails have grown into these long claws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Callus says, uh, "Well, Man Eater, this may be the end of us." 
I shake my head. No way. <laughs> and uh, it's right on the verge of that <laughs> moment when it's going to tip over into bloodshed. Right. When a loud clarion horn sounds cutting through the wind. What? <laughs> the ghouls kind of look around, and then you hear answering that horn uh, wolfish howls. Do I feel an instinctual um, feeling to start howling? You do, actually. Oh, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, you never heard it before. I don't think I've ever really felt howled. it before. Yeah. 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 So I feel like this howl, like, burbling Build, up. Building up inside yeah. of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to give voice to it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, and so there's more there's more howling and more horn horn blasts, uh-huh. <clears throat> and then uh, huh. and then you begin to hear the sound of steel, uh, you know, and uh, and and great um, uh, tumult out in the streets. The ghouls are looking around, yeah. startled. Uh, some of them are beginning to run, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. and so uh, and then uh, so bursting in from. Behind the ghouls come several uh, wolfen. Holy shit. But they're dressed in a way you've never seen before, right? Because yeah, they're, yeah. like, wearing, like, proper armor. Wow. Like, made for them. Made for them, yeah. Yeah. Not, like, flashy yeah. with, like, hot pink accents and stuff, you know? <laughs> but also, like, like I could see wolf, other wolfen, like, piecing together stuff, other armor from, like, orcs or this or that. Oh, like right, Like, something that yeah. might fit them right, properly right. Like as Like the, the rebel wolfen. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. As opposed to, like, oh, this is, like, made for them and it looks right. Yeah, know, and, they're, and they're, they're <laughs> very much in, like, um, operating obviously with you know training and, and yeah. uh, discipline, mm-hmm. and they're they're just hacking their way through these ghouls. You know, damn. All right. Yeah. It gets me want to hack. I want to start hacking. You want to hack away? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. There's no there's no real need to to roll that okay. out. It's sort of a foregone conclusion. Okay. But um, but yeah. So you you dive in as well and yeah. begin hacking away. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, Within minutes, you know the the room is cleared, and the uh, you know one of the one of the wolfen, one of the taller ones, uh, sees you. How tall you. can they get? Like ten feet. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so taller than me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, walks over, mm-hmm. and uh, any any growls in wolfen, which oh. you know you remember, yeah. but you haven't spoken like hardly ever. Right. But he says, uh, he says, who's that human? So I'll say he's with me. All right. So he, uh, he nods. And then he says, well, come on. We've still got some more to clear out. I nod and I follow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, uh, you, you spend, you know, an hour or so. Um, killing ghouls in the blizzard. <laughs> in the blizzard, um, buildings are being uh, put to the torch. In the meantime, mm. um, this was clearly intended as a raiding party. Yeah. And uh, and so, um, yeah, it's not not just clearing out the ghouls, but basically raising the town. Uh, how do you feel about killing some of the human residents? 
because they're okay. they're running around too. I don't like humans. All right. Okay. So you put some humans to the sword as well as yeah. Ghouls. Put them out of their misery. Okay. All right. So um, so yeah. So soon enough, the uh, the town is is aflame mm-hmm. in the midst of this blizzard. It's all quite cinematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, and you are standing amongst some of these uh, these wolfen uh, with Callus looking very nervous. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I bet. And uh, and the you know the leader of this uh, raiding party says, uh, uh, "Come, we will return to camp." I nod. And uh, that's where we'll leave it off. What? Yeah. I'm just getting warmed up. I know. Well, I told you this is just a little introductory session, you know, to kind of reestablish things and stuff. Plus, I want the the main crux of the session is I wanted to give you that choice, whether to sell your soul to Mormo or not. Well, I didn't. I know. And I'm okay with that decision. <laughs> I'm fine with it. So you still get some XP. I'm an anarchist, but I have standards, and I'm not going to... I know about <laughs> demons and monsters. I'm an anarchist, but I have standards. I do, and I'm not going to, like, necessarily be like, okay. All right, so you got 325 XP. I don't know, maybe I should have now, but I'm not evil. Should I have? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, basically, I saw two potential paths for this uh, Palladium story. Uh-huh. And one was selling your soul to Mormo, mm-hmm. and the other wasn't. And we'll I'm see. I'm gonna sell my soul. Since you chose not to, we'll see where that leads. Well, here's the thing. Starting with the next episode. Okay. Well, here's the deal with the um, let's see XP. Mm-hmm. Three twenty-five. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the deal, Yes. Man eaters coming out of being enslaved. Mm-hmm. Right? And sure. there's some music to... Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or debriefing music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So Maneater is coming out of being enslaved, you yeah. say. Yeah. And so, like, why why would she suddenly, like, be like, okay, here's my new master? Like, that just doesn't appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the impetus to follow, like, the power and watching the Western Empire burn, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I could do that anyway. Right. Like... I don't need a demon's help to do that. I right. can just do it. Right. So, would I be able to do it faster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's not really like, I'm not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have other things that I want to do in terms of my character goals. So, like, I want to, like, head into the wolfen territory and, like, learn more about the people I came from and my family and all that kind of stuff. That's more important to me. Right. And that was the other path that I foresaw. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so why suddenly become enslaved to some evil demon? Like, it just seems unwise. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, no, that's that's definitely legit. Um, Do you have questions about what have I learned or any of that? No. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to kind of um, present you with that choice at, right at the beginning and then uh, see where you wanted to go. <laughs> Turn the music down. <laughs> see where you wanted to go I with mean, it's that. not bad, but still. Yeah. Okay. So, because that would have, you know, determined things. So, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? Happy to be back? Oh, yeah. Is no, it good? It is good. It's, yeah. you're really, it's fun to play with you as usual. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's good to play this character, too. Yeah. yeah. I like her. 
and um, she's fun to play. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing how things are going to, you know, progress and then what, what you're going to do with Alex and other mysterious additions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the crew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this song? is off the Labyrinth soundtrack. Oh, is it? Yes. Hmm. So. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Okay. Till next time. I, yeah. I don't know like what our schedule is going to be. It'll probably be irregular, but we'll we'll play as we can. Yeah, we'll play. Yeah, you know, definitely. So. We've got a couple other projects going around yeah. in terms of just personal mm-hmm. stuff we're working on. Working so. on some stuff. But um, yeah, no, it's, it'll be a fun little little thing to do over the winter, I guess. I agree. So. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, cool. With that, signing off. I'll sign off. Mm-hmm.